In our busy world, family time frequently gets neglected. It is vital that we give attention to our families while we can, and it is especially important to give attention to what God says in His Word about our homes. For the next few minutes, let's join Scott Pauley as we open the Scriptures and find God's message for your family. People are remembered for what happens on their extraordinary days. People are made on their ordinary days. Frankly, if you look at life, most of life is made up of a handful, maybe two handfuls of really extraordinary days, but most of life is made up of lots of ordinary days. We talk about all the extraordinary days in the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, but have you ever pondered the very ordinary days in the early years? How about the silent years? How about the period when he's growing up in an obscure village called Nazareth. Uh, What about the in-between times, the time between uh, 12 and 30, 18 years where we know very little, and yet God was at work even silent times. See, when God is silent, he is at work. When no one is watching, God is working. Listen to me, friends. The in-between times matter. Life is full of times when no one is watching but God. And I want to say to you, God is watching in your home today. God is working in your home today. We've been in Luke chapter number 2. So notice how the chapter ends. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject unto them. But his mother kept all these sayings in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. May I say this is the ultimate goal. This is what we want for every one of our children, and this should be what we want for every one of our lives. All of us should be growing. Are you growing? When did you stop growing? And when we talk about growing, we're not just talking about the physical. We're talking about the spiritual growth. In fact, notice there are four areas of growth in Luke 2.52. Wisdom, stature, favor with God, and favor with man. You might say it this way. He's growing mentally or intellectually. He's growing physically. He's growing spiritually. He's growing relationally or socially. Notice this, the greater always comes before the lesser. So there's a primary before the secondary. God's showing us something about his divine priorities. Wisdom comes before stature. Favor with God comes before favor with man. You see, as we grow in wisdom, uh, you can be sure God's going to take care of all the physical things. As we grow spiritually and have favor with God, God then gives favor with man. Don't get it out of order. My point to you is simple, and it is this, from Luke 2.52. There's going to be lots of unknown, unrecorded days in your life and in your family, and all of them matter. Let it be said this one thing, we were increasing. Look, maybe nobody was watching, but we were growing. Uh, We were becoming everything the Heavenly Father wanted us to become. And then there's another thing that I think is very important in these silent times, in the in-between years, when nobody's watching. Not only should we be growing, but we should be pleasing to our Heavenly Father. The curtain falls at the end of Luke chapter number 2. I mean, literally, the lights go out. 
That's the only picture, the only portrait we have of the youthful years and the home life of the Lord Jesus Christ. Eighteen years go by from the time he's 12 to the time he's 30. When the curtain lifts again, the next time we see the Lord Jesus Christ, he is 30 years old. He is standing in the muddy water of the Jordan River being baptized by John the Baptist. And so when the curtain lifts, it's going to be very interesting to see what's the first picture or portrait we have of Christ as a grown man after his youthful years, after his home life. Oh, let's let the Heavenly Father tell us. Look across the page to Luke chapter number 3, verse number 21. Now, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying, the heaven was open, and the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon him, and a voice came from heaven which said, Thou art my beloved Son, in thee I am well pleased. Here's the only thing we know about the 18 silent years. The only thing we know about 18 in between years is this. He pleased the Heavenly Father. And why is that the only thing we know? It's the only thing God wants us to know. Maybe it's because it's the only thing that really matters. It's what God is saying to all of us about the in-between times of life, about our home life when no one's watching. God wants one thing. He wants us to please Him. You see how the first picture after all of this silence is a picture of obedience? Where is Jesus? He's being baptized in obedience, fulfilling all righteousness. He's praying. He is filled with the Holy Spirit. Do you see that? And the testimony from heaven is, this is my beloved son. I'm well pleased in him. I wonder what the Heavenly Father would say about all of us today. I wonder what the Heavenly Father would say about me as a dad, would say about me as a a son, as a brother. I remember years ago driving down the road. uh, I had just become a father, and it dawned on me what a sobering thing it was that I could bear the name, the relationship name that God uses with us, Father. I'm to represent the Heavenly Father to my children. Then it dawned on me in Ephesians 5, I'm supposed to represent uh, the Savior, Christ, Calvary love, to my wife. And the only way I can do either one is to be filled with the Holy Spirit of God. Oh, uh, the great thing that is true of the Son of God should be the great aim of every child of God, and it is this, I want to be growing and I want to be pleasing. What should be your, your home goals, your goals for your family? Don't let them be material things, financial things, temporal things. Uh, I hear about all these bucket lists. It's all right, but let the great goals be spiritual goals. We want to be growing, well-rounded and well-grounded, increasing in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and favor with man. And then we not only want to be growing, we want to be pleasing. We want to make that the great goal of our life. And when we come to the end of the journey, we want to hear the Father say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. We want to please the Heavenly Father. I remind you in the context of home life and family, that's what we're discussing here, uh, that this is the place of preparation. It's the place where God is working behind the scenes to get all of us ready for everything that God has for us. Watch this. In the early years, the Heavenly Father was working through Joseph and Mary to prepare Jesus for a a three-and-a-half-year ministry. That's very interesting. Luke is the only one who tells us something of the age of the Lord Jesus when he began his ministry, 30 years of age, Luke 3.23. Joseph, uh, 30 years old before he stood before Pharaoh. And the Levites couldn't enter their work till they were 30. David came to the throne at 30. The scribes received their insignia at 30. 
There's something here about maturity, you see. And Jesus has come to full maturity by 30 years of age. But it would not have happened the way it should have happened if there had not been a Joseph and Mary obeying what the Heavenly Father gave them to do. Friend, some days are just unrecorded, not flashy, not spectacular, but they're all important. They found Christopher Columbus's journal, so excited to see what the record of the great uh, explorer was. And on hundreds of pages, there was this same entry. We sailed on. You see, you don't find the new world every day. Every day is, is not public consumption. Many days, you just sail on. So maybe you're living in some of the silent years, the in-between times, the time when nobody's watching but God. May I encourage you today, sail on. William Carey, the great pioneer missionary, was dying, and he said to his family, I hope when I'm gone, someone will remember that I was a plotter. Today, plot on, sail on. Just do what God has given you to do right in your home. Be growing and be pleasing. And in the end, the Lord will do with you and your family everything he chooses to do. We hope that you will spend some time talking with your family today about these truths from God's Word and spend time praying for each member of your family. You may find additional podcasts, helpful articles, full-length Bible messages, and other resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Until next time, may God bless you and your family.